Hello and welcome back to another episode of Last Call Lambo, our third consecutive post-loss episode. Um, before we get started, Aaron and I have a shot take as punishment for our bet last week, so cheers. Cheers. In case you weren't listening um, last week, shame on you, but we bet uh, Aaron, we had who had more rushing yards, Jordan Love or Russell Wilson, and of course... They tied so yeah in typical fashion <laughs> but i am joined as always by aaron alice and we have a special guest this evening and that is pack a day zone andy herman andy how are you i am doing swell thank you so much for having me i have long wanted to be on, be on last call lambo and now i get to fulfill my dreams and uh everything i've ever <laughs> wanted in life so thank you very this is much. this is why you, you can this deactivate you twitter tomorrow just <laughs> retire you know <laughs> now right you're, off the sunset you've officially been added into the group friend of show whether you like it or not yeah so <laughs> mm-hmm. i'll take but it if you before we get started what is everybody drinking tonight um i've got i don't know i just kind of threw it together it's i guess kind of like a a, a pumpkin white russian okay it's like an espresso martini mix it's like a saint elmo's if you're from indiana you know what i'm talking about um the St. Elmo's espresso martini mixed with pumpkin creamer and a little vanilla oat milk. So, yeah, you're you you're traveling tomorrow, so you didn't have anything stocked. Right. I have <laughs> a shit ton stocked actually. <laughs> like, this is just it's like oh, it's like National Pumpkin Day or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought about it like three days ago and then just last minute was like fuck, I didn't think of anything. So what about you, Andy? All right. So I brought the big guns for today. Hmm. We've got the hard mountain dew we are going we're drinking hard mountain dew today i've had this in my fridge way too long for those of you uh who have never had the hard mountain dew they are great except for the orange which i happen to be drinking tonight (laughs) Um, absolute garbage it is the worst (laughs) thing in the world the red one the red one is dangerously phenomenal the orange one stay away from but i had one left and uh it's a really tall big one so i'm gonna drink that and then before summer ended, I love summer shandies in summer, and I knew it was the end of summer shandy season, and I bought way too many summer shandies. So I've got way too many summer shandies next to me to finish off as we transition officially into fall and winter season. So I we went. Do. I also went extremely low effort because I had to jump on pretty much right before we started. So I'm just emptying out the White Claw fridge. So that's that's going to be me tonight. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Um, we we're recording Wednesday because I am traveling tomorrow. So Monty forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, "Oh, that's right, we're doing the thing today." <laughs> um, yeah, Andy, I'm really honored that you're like clearing out your fridge for this. This is like your garbage. That's your, fitting. Your, your, that yeah, is, yeah, it is. It's fitting uh, for this show, like this week in general. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. This team. Yeah. So hey, I, I don't open up the hard Mountain Dew for just any. There he goes. Special right. occasions. <laughs> this is this has been this has been on my top shelf of my finest alcohol. Uh, Lots tonight. <laughs> so if you are new to the show, what we do, we build a drink. So three segments: the booze is first, the most important, and then we have the mixer, which is still generally at least related to football somewhat until we get to the garnish, which becomes whatever the hell we want. And that is the best part of the show. But 
let's get through the not fun stuff first. And <laughs> we have to do we have to do one word to describe that Broncos game last Yeah, on sorry, Andy, we forgot to tell you that we do this. <laughs> We're a very so, professional, well-prepared show. I just I remembered it. also, but but thankfully we pretty much know what words we're going to use because <laughs> it was not a good game. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to pretend this has a hyphen in it and I'm going to say horse shit in honor of it being the Broncos <laughs> because yeah, I mean, they had an even more extended layoff than they did before the Raiders and played, I would argue worse against a worse team. And yeah, it just was not, it was not good at all. Uh, if I get to use a hyphen as well, then I'm going vomit inducing. Um, my <laughs> other option was just the, the F word, uh, but uh, I'll, go, I'll go vomit inducing. It's the Broncos, and I know you're on the road, and, and I know you are a vomit inducing team in and of yourself. But like that is that is a game you have to win, and to see so many freaking mistakes and just really bad football, I'm going vomit inducing. All right, yeah. Andy, what about you? Um, I'm going to go with black hole. They, <laughs> it's a thing that sucks. So you guys can drink to that. Um, because it just like, it just felt like this team just got like every facet of it. We had a missed field goal that, I mean, the defense you could argue was okay, but like, this is not a good offense. Like, and it, it's, I, I mean, we'll get into it. This will be the third week of me talking about how, like, I, I, it's frustrating. We cannot get a read <laughs> on either side of the fucking ball because the other side of it is making it so much harder. Um, or it's harder for the defense to get a read on the defense because the offense is hanging out to dry. And then you can't get a read on Jordan Love because everything around him sucks. Like, it's so frustrating. So it just feels like a, they're just in getting sucked into a black hole right now. So, yeah. And then, and, in honor of that and how the team has been playing, our drinking rule for tonight is things that suck and blow, because that is <laughs> that is your 2023 Green Bay Packers so far. Um mm-hmm. so well yeah, we'll we'll move on to this I'm week. I'm a fan we'll, of that one, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and well, blows. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> oh god damn, that was that one. was smooth. <laughs> I'll be here so, all night. We are, we'll, we'll get into this week. So this is, we'll get into the booze now. So of course we got the Packers coming back home to Lambeau fields, uh, divisional game against Minnesota, who unfortunately just beat what a lot of people were considering the best team in the league so far. And they beat them pretty handily. Um, so if you want to talk about a team on the way up and a team on the way down, we got facing them at a not great time. Um, I really think that depending on how this goes, you're going to have people that are, even though they don't believe the Packers would ever do it, are going to advocate for them to start tanking, in my opinion. Because you'll have, those will be your fourth loss in a row to a divisional opponent this time. And it will kind of show you that the Packers don't have any capability of beating any team in this division other than the Bears. That's a bad place to be. Well, I mean, people are already <laughs> already saying that they're tanking. They're thinking that that's why everyone's going on IR. They're like, oh yeah, they're just they're they're tanking now. It's like okay. Does the tank <laughs> blow things up? It does. <laughs> Shit. And I guess I guess technically, you know, things get sucked under the tank treads. I'm only drinking one. That's a stretch. That is a stretch. <laughs> 
Um, would you say Would you say this week is a must wind situation? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the show, everybody. We're out of here. Good night. That one. That that was a that was a gust of genius. Oh, right there for sure. Fuck. <laughs> all right, but you guys do. I mean, again, like none, like all three of us, we know like the Packers. I can't see snare where they would ever like openly tank. No way. But I mean, this this season is. I mean, it's already off the rails in my opinion. In in certain ways, especially mm-hmm. when you talk about like the injury list, and we'll get into that. But yeah, I mean, they aren't gonna. Are they going to be favored in another game? Maybe Bears. Maybe at the home. Bears. It was, Bears yeah, at home. Panthers. Panthers. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, Panthers it's going to be really probably. In, it's going to be interesting when we get to that Panthers game to exactly kind of see where we're at. Like that's when the fight for the number one pick. <laughs> Depending on what happens this week, there's there's a world in which they could be favored against the Rams uh, in at home next week. But um, it's it's probably it's probably a pick'em at best. Yeah, and I mean, just based on what we've seen the last four weeks, but especially the last two, I mean, where are you? Where are you optimistic in this game? I mean, like realistically, what what part of the the current Packer team do you look at and you say, if they do this well, they should they should win on Sunday. They don't do anything well right now. <laughs> <laughs> they need um, to do a Costanza and just do the opposite of every instinct. Right, honestly. If, if, every, yeah. if every instinct that they have is wrong, then the opposite must be right. Right. So, yeah. I think they just need to do the opposite. Yeah. I, I can't I, I can't look at a single I can't look at a single unit on this team and say if they like they they will perform to at their best in the upcoming game. Right. It would have probably been Anders Carlson, but right. he yeah. missed a kick. And now it's like, all right, get down there with the rest of them. You're at the bottom of the barrel now, too. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, and I think I think what makes it the most frustrating is we don't know how frustrated to be because of how injured they are. I I mean it, it's one thing if they're but that they doesn't change, well, that that even makes it more frustrating. I feel like yeah, like, that's true. Because, like they are injured. Like just nothing is even going right. Yeah, and and obviously the only thing, the only real thing that matters this year is evaluating the quarterback, and you can't even get a real evaluation yet because of so many things like that that nobody's been available. So it's it's unfortunately falling really quickly into a lost year in a year where you absolutely can't afford to have that you need it needs to be definitive and you're running out of time for it to be that way it's it i i just i don't even know what to say anymore because i feel like we have been saying the same fucking thing on this <laughs> for show a month. for three fucking weeks yeah. <laughs> and it's the same thing we talked about with maggie last week is is like i think my biggest fear which is coming to fruition is not getting a good read on Jordan Love because this is the year that you're going to have like a good draft pick. If there's something, somebody there that you want to grab, it's like, and and maybe you, you still do no matter what, but like you just pay, you have to make a decision and he is not being provided any fucking help from anybody to, to understand like what he is like his ceiling. 
you know, I, I feel like we've all thought that he had a really high ceiling and it's like, I don't know what that is. Like, but because it, nothing is working <laughs> and it's so frustrating to watch. Like, even as somebody that is, I'm not analytical, I'm not a scheme person. So I don't even know where to point fingers. Like my, my biggest problem is still the offensive line. And I'm, I'm, I think at this point, I'm more frustrated that it, like the definition, definition of insanity, like, why are we doing the same thing for like a fourth week in a row, not switching up the offensive line? Although I guess they've kind of forcibly done that with everyone being injured. Right. But like, try anybody else at this point. Like, yeah, what, we're... what do you have to lose at this point? And we're, and so we're talking specifically about the offense right now. So we're, thankfully we have somebody on this week that watches film constantly every week. But Andy, I'll ask you a question. So on the offense. I have a question. Is there, oh, go ahead. How can we get back on the right track? <laughs> All right. That was perfect. Is that the one you clipped earlier? Yeah, that's, that's what I just well played. <laughs> so. I'll, I'll ask you because you're somebody that grades the players. Also, is there a single person on offense that's graded better or as well as they did last year so far? Zach, Zach Tom immediately okay. comes to mind. He's doing really, really well, and that's like one of the very few bright spots. And that's why, like, when we talk about like the definition of insanity and doing the same thing over and over, one of the obvious like things that you could do is potentially put Yash in at right tackle. Maybe you move Zach Tom anywhere else, right? Like left tackle, maybe center, yeah. maybe right guard. Um, there's some different spots that you can move. The hard part is like, he's the one thing that's going well. Do you really want to potentially try to break the one thing that's going well by moving him to different spots? Or do you want to just set it and forget it over there? And um, like an air fryer that would, you know, do they blow or I don't know. I don't think they do. <laughs> Actually, but, uh, they do blow because it's like, like a convection, convection oven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that, was that, is, that was a technicality. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the technicality. Turn <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's the one where it's like, do you really want to move him or do you just want to keep him where he's at and keep succeeding? It's like the worst thing you can do to a second year player who's finally finding his footing in the league is to be like, ha now you're a center. And I think it'll be, I think it'd be good at center too. But just like, do you really even want to potentially risk it where he takes a step back because now you're moving him around? But he's the I one got that two positions weaker than. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah. yeah. So th- like that could be an issue too. Um, he's the one that comes to mind that's actually playing better and has taken a step. Um, <laughs> no, there's nobody else. There's literally, I mean, we could make an argument for Jordan. I guess like it's it's tough to tell what he would have been, but like you could make an argument, but. No, I would say Zach Tom's the only one. Yeah. So, and <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that that's the picture that we're dealt with right now is that everyone that you expected to play to a certain level has played worse. Right. Or has been injured, essentially. Right. And that is so that, that makes it this perfect storm of crap because <laughs> literal Jordan shit. Love, literal yeah, storm like, of shit. Jordan Love hasn't played great. And some games has played poorly, but he's certainly not getting help to mm-hmm. he's not getting any help to where you can point and say, okay, he's the problem. Right. And you would almost rather it be again, he play really, really well. Obviously, that's what you want. But by now, you'd rather it be him be the reason they're playing poorly because you're at least getting an evaluation. Right. You're, I mean, in my opinion, you're not much further along than in your determination of him 
because of everything else around him as you were coming into the year. And we're almost halfway through it. Well, and because I mean, it's it's so frustrating that they don't have an offensive line because like literally every snap he's like getting swarmed like mosquitoes in the summer. (laughs) 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 I tried so hard to force that. I don't even know if I want to pay that one off. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Fucking Drake. That's like the only one I'll get in. (laughs) I can't believe that came out of your mouth. Which was <laughs> that counts. Fair enough. No, you were talking earlier though about like the the shit storm. I would almost call it like a shit tornado, a shit tornado. Yeah, there... that sounds like hell. Like, like, like the one that would blow a lot of things. Oh around. god, damn it! <laughs> yeah, and I also do think that. It's hard to say, like, you know, any coaches are on the hot seat because we know how patient the Packers are and all that stuff. But, again, the more games that this offense looks poor, on, like, the the more the spotlight goes on head coach instead of the defensive coordinator who everybody, by default, doesn't even like. Well, and I think, like, I I, I mean, Lafleur is not getting fired this season. I, I think yeah, no, I don't think so. Every either. single game, they're gonna use it the like because he has a great argument of nobody's doing their fucking jobs, and you could argue that it's his job, but he could easily put it on Stevich and say, okay, yeah. cool, let me clean house. But I, I I'm guessing that's going to happen this offseason. I'm guessing they're going to replace the offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. I would hope because. I like I, I don't care if pe- like if people are doing their jobs, then someone is not doing their job and preparing these players. Like Romeo Dobbs, if he's making mistakes, he's been in this offense now for two years. Like he needs to be able to know the playbook well enough. Um, if Christian Watson, the same thing, because we keep seeing these guys running into each other on offense. Like somebody, like who is in- responsible for prepping these players? Because you could argue that's the offensive coordinator. So also the offensive line taking a step back. Well, Stenovich being removed from that equation. Like, I, I don't know if he would take a demotion, but like, I would assume that if this continues, that Lafleur is going to have to clean house. And this, the hiring that he does for offensive and defensive coordinator is going to be his make or break moment. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I mean, there are people that are, you know, want blood already and are say fire the coach. Right. It, who would you want to take over in, <laughs> in his place? Yeah. <laughs> The people with that- Sacha <laughs> and then Stenovich calls plays. I don't want that to happen. Right. The people that are calling for blood are just vampires at this point, though. Like, they- <laughs> how that was so easy. How did you not think of that, Monster? You said blood. I don't know. Uh, it would have behoovered me to think of that one earlier. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> behoovered me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so that's why they're not they're not making again. I don't think they're going to they're going to make any real change until Mm -hmm. 2025, because then they got to reset at president and all that. Lafleur, Gutekunst and Murphy are all tied together. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's only two years out that he's going to mandatory retire after the draft. So I don't I see them being patient through that, in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. I, I do have faith that it can get better because I think they have the talent to get for it to get better. I think they just need experience. They have to learn. Um, it really seems like we're just sitting through in real time what we all assumed it was kind of going to be like, even though it's been a little bit worse than that. 
we resigned ourselves to it before the season started. But then it and started. Somehow none of us were emotionally prepared. Then they started, <laughs> looked pretty good, and now we're like, oh yeah, I forgot we predicted that they would suck. So that's <laughs> now everyone's like picketing and yeah, you know, pitchforks and all that good shit. No, I, I, I do think oh, they no, could be semi-aggressive in making changes. I just like I, not necessarily during the season. I think they'll probably wait things out for the most part. I don't think there probably comes a point where if you lose like five or six more in a row, like then we're going to maybe be having a different conversation. But um, I, I do think that like this is a franchise that's not used to losing in any real capacity coming off a season where they go, you know, they don't make the playoffs last year. And then if they have like a, I don't know, four win season, five win season this year or worse. Um, yeah. Like I, I think things could go in a very drastic different direction. I'm not saying that's necessarily Matt. I'm not saying that's necessarily any one thing, but um, the other thing that's really hard is that with, with LaFleur. So let's, let's say he nukes like a bunch of coaches, right? Is that a, is that a blow up joke? Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. (laughs) But um, let's say he does go through it and ultimately, um, you know, goes in a bunch of different directions. Like this is a, I, I know not all of it's been of his own accord, but like this will be his what? Four, third defensive coordinator already. Yeah. This would be his second offensive coordinator. He's already on his third special teams. No, sorry. It would be his third offensive coordinator. And he's already like, he's already had three special teams coordinators. Like it's not like the dude's been like a 10 year coach. Like that's a lot of coordinators to go through in a fairly short period of time. And what you end up in same thing, like if all of a sudden he goes and like, you know, fires a bunch of coaches too, all of a sudden, like there's, there's going to be sometimes a lack of interest in your openings because, oh, it's, well, it's not Brian's fault. It's not Matt's fault. It's everyone else's fault. We're just going to keep going in a different direction everywhere else. And um, I'm not saying that that won't happen or will happen. I'm just saying you have to be a little bit careful there too, of like constantly just going in a different direction at some of your, your coaching and coordinator positions. But at the same token, we talked earlier about the insanity of just doing the same things. Like if this is a team that goes, like I said, three, four, five wins, like they're going to have to really, really look hard at like, we all said that this is an evaluation year and trying to get an evaluation. All right. Whoever it is, whether it's Mark or Brian or whomever is making that evaluation, you better freaking make it because you, you need to tell us who was at fault for this really going to shit very, very fast. Yeah. Um, and whether that is Brian or Matt or whatever, like the coaching staff, the coordinators, whatever it is, you better fix it and get it right. Because otherwise everyone in the entire organization is culpable at some point, And then you need to make even bigger changes. Yeah. And I mean, to, and to kind of put like a, a magnifying glass on this specific game for the things you're talking about. I mean, if they go into this game against Minnesota and you have yet another game in a row where the defense outperforms the offense to the point where they, you know, they hold the Vikings to, again, they've been holding teams to under 20. Like mm-hmm. you should win in the modern NFL holding teams to under 20 points. Now the Vikings just scored a bunch of points against the Niners. If the, if the Vikings come out and look really good against the Packers, which I'm not going to be surprised if they do. I mean, like, especially with how injured the Packers are on, on the defensive side. I mean, getting Campbell back will help 
a lot because he's an upgrade over McDuffie. But you can't have just these inconsistencies go the offense can't play bad defense play good and the defense play bad offense play good and they also have to play show up before halftime i mean like i think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing and oh go ahead no, I, no, I was just gonna okay I was, I was gonna say that hopefully like coming back home helps with that but i mean they came out really slow against new orleans and detroit in two home games mm-hmm. so the the ratio of what what they what they're scoring in the first half versus the second is ridiculous because they have not scored a touchdown in the first quarter since week one. It'll be That's nice to be in in front of the home home fans. It'll be nice to be in front of the home fans. You use fan already though. You can't, right. use fan. You can't repeat. You can't repeat. <laughs> now, what I was going to ask you though is like, all right, let, let's say something drastic does happen. What to you would be the last straw? <laughs> I, I was seriously pondering that question for a second. And then I was like, oh. I, but I, I I did ponder it. And I would say, so you mean last straw in terms of like, what would get me ready to say, fire everybody and start over? <laughs> I just to really the Broncos. If they, I will say, I will, I will be willing to, I won't hop aboard the tank train. But okay, so this is going to, this is kind of what I have for the mixer. So we, let's do score predictions for this one. Okay. Before we move, we need a shot at. Okay, so I had what I came up with would be a good shot bet for this one. The Vikings have not allowed, or the Vikings have do not have a rushing touchdown <laughs> this season. Like, Packers are very good at letting people and teams do things they have not done all year. So, do you just straight up? Do you think the Vikings have a rushing touchdown? In this game, this seems way too easy to me. But since they haven't done it yet, it's I gotta go with that. They 100% have a rushing touchdown. Yes, I think they absolutely they have a rushing touchdown. I'm gonna say no. I'm going to say no. Minute of the episode just to take the shot. (laughs) Do two shots. Be like peace out. See you guys later. Vikings (laughs) don't have a rushing touchdown in this game. So Aaron, you're going with no just just yeah. Because. I'm gonna say no just to just to just to be opposite of you, and so we have the, the competition. But like, it, I don't this know. This is a prime candidate. This is a prime candidate for a tie, by the way. This is yeah. Well, how well how would it? How would you tie? How would you tie? Either they do or they don't. Oh, sure. I was thinking of who has more rushing touchdowns. Oh, <laughs> that's true. So like, should we should, should we do, should we do if they have one at all or if they if they? I think if they more. have one at all, I think okay. because the Vikings have not got okay. rushing touchdown. I'm gonna all say right. no because like I their their running game is like I don't know they're I don't know. <laughs> you're saying no, but you don't believe it. I respect to talk it. Myself into I respect, it. I respect that you're lying yeah, to yourself and say, our I'm listeners. I'm just gonna do it because I feel like you are wrong almost every fucking week. <laughs> that, so that's also true. That's the, probably my more more. This of this week has been the best my shot bet has gone because we tied <laughs> and everybody I think it's had been four everybody or five lost. Weeks in a row. <laughs> so <laughs> beware. So you win. <laughs> yeah. To to any future guests, beware agreeing with me on any of these shot bets because you're Andy, probably we'll see gonna you have on to Wednesday drink. Before the yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's the bet. So now let's go. We'll go into score predictions. We'll go. We'll go guest first, Andy. What do you think? Oh, um, I'm going top of my head. Vikings twenty three, Packers twenty. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm going to pick the Packers to lose this also. I just I don't see how you feel good I, I, again, like I don't see how you feel good about them winning this game. I mean, they they aren't doing anything well right now. The Vikings are playing well coming off of a really big win. I, I just can't I can't like I said I can't point to an area where I say Green Bay looks better. Um So yeah, I mean, coming Coming back home after two really bad road losses, the the only saving grace I think is that this isn't a gold package game. So maybe the <laughs> maybe the maybe the crowd will actually be loud on Sunday. There will actually be Packers fans in the crowd. I'm gonna go. I'll go Vikings. I'm gonna go Vikings twenty seven seventeen. This is so close to what I have. Really? I have twenty six seventeen. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I just. I can't pick them to win anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it, how, lost, I mean, how could you? Like, they couldn't put up 20 points on the worst, de- like, twice in a row, two of the worst defenses in the league. They could not, well, I guess there was the Lions in there, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. they, they could not, they played two of the worst defenses in the league and they couldn't put up 20 points. Like, I, I can't, I can't. Predicting them to put up 20 points anymore. I, I predicted them to get 30 last fucking I said, week. I said <laughs> 33. so embarrassed. That's the most embarrassing yeah. thing I've ever said. If anyone if anyone wants proof that this show gets drunk, I picked the Packers to score 33 points last week. <laughs> so. How hammered were you guys last week? <laughs> no. What did Maggie do to you guys? <laughs> no, so, no uh. sober person would ever predict that. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no, yeah. All right, so we'll move on. We'll mix this one up oh, because really, really quick. One thing I will say, and this is not a pun. Um, I, I was fully expecting this. I, know, I, mean, I was still expecting it to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's more for people listening to be like, you're going to be disappointed if you're waiting for me to say a pun. <laughs> um, I, if there's anything that, and I think this is going to go horribly wrong for Green Bay, not horribly or not incredibly right, but um, Green Bay hasn't been able to do anything in large part because every team has basically been able to just get home with four rushers and keep everyone behind the ball. And there's nowhere to go. They can't, they can't, they just can't do anything. Right. Minnesota is a very blitz heavy team. And I think that's just going to make things worse. (laughs) I think that's probably going to be like add a layer of complexity that this team just absolutely cannot handle. But at the same token, what's been working for every other team is just basically rushing with four and not giving Green Bay anything to do, and they can't beat it. So just seeing anything different at this point, even if it's an insane pressure package that they maybe don't know how to, like maybe they just complete like a freaking pass over the middle and there's just not enough guys there, or they blow an assignment and they get points off of it, like hooray. Um, so I, I'm I'm interested to see how Minnesota plays this one, where if, like, and this is kind of the age-old question, right? Do you do what you're good at? Or do you game plan for what they're bad at? And yeah. if you're if you're Minnesota, if you want to game plan for what they're bad at, or, you know, you know, and, and make sure that like they can't beat you, that like you just play like the same way that everyone else has been playing and play a more vanilla brand of defense. And just because they haven't shown any propensity to beat that whatsoever, if but if Minnesota says ah, f that, we're gonna just do what we do best, and we think we're still gonna beat like that's fine but it almost gives me like a glimmer of hope of be like, Oh, thank God. Like there's not going to be seven guys in the defensive backfield and they're still getting home with four rushers. At least now they're still getting home with like seven rushers, but now they've only got four guys back and maybe we can take advantage of it somehow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's actually an interesting point because 
Brian Flores is crazy. He blitzes. He's like Steve Spagnuolo. Like the Vikings are the most blitz heavy team. And I think we kind of all want to see, you know, because again, Packers are great in the second half. Jordan Love always looks better when he's kind of just slinging it. Yeah. If the Vikings are blitzing a lot. Yeah. You are probably just going to have to start, you know, getting the ball out quick and throwing it and not sitting back there and thinking too much. So I think what is most important again in this season is development for him. If the Vikings play the way they normally do, I think this, this game will give you a big glimpse into that development because yeah, he would have to be making decisions way faster than he has been. So that would, that could be a kind of a silver lining regardless of how they play in the game. You, you at least know that part of it. Um, and I think it's also important to mention, like there are some, we might see a new offensive line this week because Myers was not like might not play. Um, so really might have to do some shuffling. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't practice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so. that's an exciting development because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over the, I'm over the Josh Myers thing. Yeah. I really wanted it to work. And I was probably, I mean, I, I was going to say more patient than anyone else, but I'm obviously not more patient than the Packers. Um <laughs> <laughs> Right. Did you guys watch the Monday night game at all with like uh, yeah. Jordan Addison and like um, and KJ Osborne and what yep. he was doing? That game? Like, do you know who Osborne reminds me of a little bit? This is going back a little bit. Do you remember the old Tennessee Titans wide receiver, Kevin Dyson? Kevin. Oh my God. <laughs> I was really wondering where that was going. Because as he was talking, that was he was diabolical. I was like, "Where the fuck is this going?" As he was talking, he was smirking. I'm like, "He's not going to say something real right now." <laughs> I couldn't get through it. I should have to, have to drink for not being able to get through it. <laughs> he doesn't remind me um, anything of Kevin Dyson, by the way. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Motherfucker. So, so the mixer is going to be like I said. We're nearly at halfway through the season. Um. We've seen a lot of people's expectation shift after the Broncos game, understandably. But if this was, if there's, you know, if you would consider this like a must win, which I think that's too harsh of a term in a year that's supposed to be, you know, an evaluation year, but for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, in this must win game and a divisional opponent at home, how does your outlook on the team change and kind of what do you, where do you want them to go? based on if they win this one or if they lose this one. I, <laughs> I, I honestly don't have an answer because I just don't think there's a, there's nothing they can do right now. Um, because like, I, cause everybody has been saying for like four weeks now, like fire Joe Barry. And while some of that might be warranted, some of it, I mean, the defense is still not giving up more than 20 points pretty regularly. So there's some some bright spots there. There's a lot of frustration. But, like, what are they going to do right now? Like, well, like, why do that right fucking now? Like, I, I just don't understand unless you feel like there's someone in-house. But I feel like at this point the Packers need to start going externally with these hires because, like, as we've seen from Senovich, we've – they've unloaded two fucking offensive coordinators internally. And I, I just think they need – to go externally. So I, I just, and I just don't know who's available right now that you're like, Oh, we're like, you're not going to hire anybody this year. So why even bother? Like, unless there's someone in the building that you're like, we need to put them at DC. I I just don't think there's anything they could do. I mean, other than, and like the coaching, I mean, work on 
trying to put other people in like, like offensive line, shuffle the offensive line. Like, what do you have to fucking lose? Play people where they're not normally supposed to be playing. Um, if there's, you know, some people that you feel like need more time or you want to see what you have in them, like just start shuffling the roster. That's really the only thing that I think you can, you can look at right now, change your scheme, change the schemes up a little bit and try something different because you need to find something that works because otherwise I, I just don't think there's anything they can do right now. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have, if, so if they win this game, again, I have a higher opinion of the Vikings than I did three days ago, because that's a really good win against the Niners. Mm -hmm. um, so if they happen to win this game after looking like absolute garbage in the last two, I would like them to kind of just wait out like their health and like help hope guys get healthier. And because again, like this conference is still bad. Mm -hmm. um, if the Packers turn around and even play mediocre football, they could be one of the best seven teams in the NFC. Um, so if they win this game, I'll feel a little bit better, but if they lose it, I kind of want to see them go fully evaluation means we're going to evaluate everybody. And mm -hmm. now I'm not advocating for a tank, but I think you start, do they turn into sellers at the trade deadline then? Right. Like for guys like Preston Smith, mm -hmm. or I've seen people float out there. You know, what if the Packers traded like Kenny Clark? Got like, I'm not saying that you do shop these these players, but more of don't like give people significant playing time that are probably not going to be here when the Packers are good again in a year and a half or two years. Right. Because like, unless you have like untouchable players, right? Like they're not trading Jair because he's one of the best in the league at it and all that like i that is... will riot <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I, i'm not i'm not necessarily advocating for things like that but yeah guys like like preston or like kenny clark or, i mean i don't think mm -hmm. he's going to be back next year like if, it, if you clearly are in the bottom tier of the nfl which you are right now but you, you lose yet another divisional game and by virtue of that you your young players either show you something and you end up okay or you kind of de facto right and I, I think that's kind of a pipe dream. Like the Packers are going to play who they've got. They're going to be patient. That's what I wish they would do because this whole, this whole season is about getting closer to the next winning era of the Packers and players that aren't going to be there when that happens. I, I don't know what you're getting out of them anymore at that point. Yeah. Let me start by saying, I don't think there's all of a sudden just going to be this typhoon of wins for green Bay, but <laughs> maybe they could, maybe they could siphon one or two, maybe they could siphon one or two from the Vikings. Siphon is a good one. That's here a really there. good one. Fuck. Um, but I, here's the truth. I don't really care about wins or losses the rest of the year. I just don't like, I, yeah. it, it, it doesn't matter to me. Process matters and how well they play football matters to me. And that's, that's what I'm going to be looking for when loser draw is like, you can make the argument, right? Like they, this team right now, if a couple balls bounced their way, could have easily been four and one. Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't make sense because yeah, four, no, five and one, five, five and one because they played six games. Math, <laughs> I know math is hard. Um, no, they could easily be five and one. Like they could beat Atlanta, they could beat the Raiders, they could beat Denver if if a couple things go their way. To me, it would not have been indicative of who this team is as a, as a like an overall team. Like they they still have all the mistakes there. Even if they would have had a couple things go their way to go five and one, 
they're still not playing good football at all, like even remotely. So I don't really care if like all of a sudden they get a couple things that go right against the Vikings and Rams and win two games. I'm not going to be like, ha, things are fixed. Now, if they play right. awesome football in those games, sweet. But like if they play awesome football in those games and they end up losing, I don't really care because all right, they showed progress. They got better. They improved. They did things better like that. That's what I'm looking at the rest of the year. So um, don't really care if it's, it's wins, losses, ties. I just want to see this team play better football and continue to have that growth through the remainder of the season. We haven't seen growth. If anything, we've seen regression. And I think that's, what's been so frustrating about this year. It's the bears. Yeah. That's the bears effect. They just suck so badly. Like, they, that, like something that sucks. Is that, yeah, is that that, that's what I was going with, but <laughs> is that too obvious? Maybe. No, they still suck. So that's super valid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, it's gonna be, I, I it's gonna be rough from here on out based on what they've shown us so far. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement. I don't think they're as bad as they've looked, mm-hmm. and I mean they're certainly not as good as they looked in those first six-ish quarters of the year. Um, so it's yeah, it's just gonna be a lot of the the thing that I I, I keep going back to that really sucks is it just it, the injury situation is the worst part because it's it's almost the worst possible luck you could get for what right. they have to figure out. And that, I mean, I've never seen an injury list look like the way it did out of a bye week I don't know if, I mean, I don't know right. if you guys ever have. That's got to be the most people I've ever seen on an injury report after not playing for a week. Right. Well, and what was so weird is like the week started fine and then people were added midweek and I'm yeah, like, like how, what how happened getting, from when are you getting hurt? Like <laughs> you came back to practice and you're like, yeah, no, I'm good. It, it, I mean, and it's, it's frustrating is, is like kind of going back to like, it, you can't just like fix the offensive line because that's, it's more than the offensive line. You've got guys like running into each other, uh, like out on the, it's like a fucking three stooges sketch, 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 Lilo and sketch. Lilo and sketch. Um, it's like a three stooges sketch, like skit out there. Like they're running into each other. Um, I, I just I, like, there's so many things going wrong. And then you add now this injury problem to, to the list. It, I, I just, I don't know. Like I, I don't see them turning it around this week because a hundred things need to get turned around. It's not just like, Oh, get the offensive line healthy. It's like, no, it's, it's much more complicated. I mean, because even Elton Jenkins like played one of his worst games, according to like people that know what they're talking about. Not me. Um, And like, then it comes out that people think he was still injured. So it's like, okay, so we're just like, have no idea if he's regressing or if he's just injured. Like we have no idea what the fuck is going on, but the team is not panicked. They have come out and said they're not concerned. And I'm like, and I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse, but. Yeah. So I'll ask one bonus question before we get to the garnish. So we all picked them to lose on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if they don't win on Sunday, looking at the rest of the schedule, if you had to pick right now, when's their next win? I think they'll win one of the next two. If they don't win against the Vikings, they'll pick. They're going to win one of these next two home games, okay. either against the Vikings or the Rams. They'll win. Yeah. I think they'll win one of the. And I, I don't think it's going to be more. I don't think it's going to be less. I think they'll win one of the two. I don't know which one. I obviously, I guess, I think it's the Rams since I don't think they're going to beat the Vikings. But um, <laughs> I'll say they win one of the two. Yeah, it, 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 there, there is something comforting that 
the only McVeigh tree coach Matt LaFleur can beat consistently is literally yeah. Sean McVeigh. <laughs> like right. it, it's it's very weird that he has a very difficult time against everybody else, but you know, the, the root of this tree is the one that he consistently performs well against. They're due to start just like vacuuming in some turnovers at some point. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Think. I mean, I, I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a get right game for the offensive line. Cause Elton will have his son to defend against him. No, against Aaron Donald. I, I do. I I'm will actually say terrified though, of that matchup this year. I don't want to fucking deal with that. <laughs> I I will say I'm terrified about potentially having to talk next week about about making our bet. Will Mason Crosby make the game winning field goal? Right. At Did Lambeau? he sign? I kind of saw <laughs> he that. Didn't sign. He didn't. Okay. No, he they signed a practice squad kicker off another team, which means you have to pay them and keep them for three weeks. Oh, so okay. like they, you're not you don't have to keep them, but you have to pay them for three weeks, which means right. you're basically going to keep them for three weeks. Yeah. Um, so there's a chance that they could bring in Crosby later this season. I would be very surprised if with just picking up a kicker off of another team's practice squad, it's probably a three week tryout. And then they'll, if it doesn't work out, then they'll do something else after that. Now, yeah. It, it, it makes sense. Cause they, they brought him in for a workout today. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it makes sense to get a look at him because you'll know whether or not you're going to ask him in three weeks. If you don't stick with the guy they signed. I mean, the, the hard part is like for whatever kicker is coming into Lambo, you could have a squall that just blows those picks all over the place. Like it's, you just don't know what's going to happen. A gust? You could have a gust? We I used gust, gust earlier. We I used gust, gust earlier. Oh, okay. I'll use squall then. <laughs> all right. Also, so we're going to. Final Fantasy character. But that, that oh, it's a great Final Fantasy character. All right, we're going to get into the garnish and we're going to do, you know, Aaron and I had to do a shot at the beginning of this show. So we're going to get into, you know, if you if you were going to name cocktails after these NFL individuals, what would be in them? So for, you know, like Arnold Palmer, John Daly's, you know, things like that. White Russians. Are there any Russians in the NFL? Because that would be an easy one. I don't, yeah, uh, I don't think the NBA has. Oh, no. There's got to be something with. Never mind. <laughs> What'd you say? I had a player in mind for something close to it, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um. So the example we used was what would be in a Kirk Cousins cocktail, and I think it would just be like holy water, and it holy water like- garnished with a communion wafer. <laughs> <laughs> like on the side of the glass. Yeah, like, it's just yeah you crush that community wafer and put it in the <laughs> glass. <laughs> Rim the glass with a community wafer. You call um, it first communion. I actually, uh, now that I think of it, I actually think most running backs in the NFL are Russian. Fuck! <laughs> that doesn't that. even qualify for the drinking rule. No, it doesn't that, qualify so. for the drinking game, but it's okay. I will, that was I good. will drink. I will drink yeah, that. That was, that was good. fucking good. I, I, um, I, I was like really in- intrigued. I was like, wait, what? A fun fact? No, but most are. Uh, all right. What would be in a Kirk? All right. What would be in a, like a Brett Favre would have been, no, I can't even say it. <laughs> say it. Well, <laughs> Brett Favre, a, a Brett Favre is whatever drink you want. It's free because the money was right. stolen. It's like, it's like prison <laughs> toilet wine. <laughs> That's for Sam. <laughs> um, uh, but it's yeah, it's always free. He doesn't pay for it. It's paid yeah, for by everybody else. <laughs> it's called the community chest. 
Amazing. <laughs> All right, what's, what's in an Aaron Rodgers shot? Oh, oh that is me. He doesn't know the rule though. So do we hold it? Do we hold it against him? Because he doesn't know the rule. Did, did we, we did not tell you the rule that we don't say. Did, we don't say his name. Yeah. Oh, sorry. He didn't know. No. It's okay. We'll drink for you because we didn't. Yeah. That's our fault for not telling you. All right. mm-hmm. We don't say his name because everyone always said, "Oh my God, what are you going to do with Nice try. I have <laughs> okay. not said it. It's actually amazing. I've gone. Yeah. Without saying it. I still am not confident that we'll get through the show without Aaron saying it, mm-hmm. but she says it literally almost every single episode. Every single episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what would be in that? Um, it's just like ayahuasca and smooth poop. Well, look, I, I had ayahuasca tea and two Kit Kats as garnish set up like the Twin Towers. <laughs> <laughs> And it's got like there. There's like an extra like shot of something that's in a syringe that you like put in. Like, just, you press it into the drink. It's a trick question. He makes his own drink. He doesn't. It's you go to a bar and on the on the cocktail menu it just says it's the the it's a, it's called I do my own research and there's no ingredients. It's just bartender's choice. <laughs> Uh, um, so who's that one named after again? Aaron? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what is Patrick Mahomes putting in his drink? Oh, um, well, in in honor of the fact that somehow his his brother is in the good graces again because he was shown on TV a bunch of times last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mahomes is going to put in a. And this is, this is just for him, by the way. He's not giving this drink to anyone. But I think he would roofie his own drink because mm-hmm. he's probably he's probably tired of like seeing everything else except what he's doing on the field be related to the Chiefs <laughs> on TV. Fair enough. He just wants to knock himself out until Sunday every week. Right. Um, what's in a Travis Kelsey? Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh no, it's the other way around. <laughs> So that should have been what's in a hey, Taylor Swift. Hey, we don't kink shame. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we don't kink shame. We don't kink shame. Um, it's got to be, I don't know, like a friendship bracelet or something. Isn't that like a Taylor Swift thing? It's it's a garnish. Yeah, it's a champagne, problem. It, yeah, it's a it's champagne, a champagne problem. champagne problem. And then the, it's garnished with like one of those candy bracelets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually. That's pretty good. We should start a Swifty pop-up bar and like have that. They will like. Even if it wasn't good, we'd we'd be rich because they would right. come no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely have to make my name for the week. What's in a Travis Kelsey? I thought you were gonna say it's pretty. Good. <laughs> make my name come no matter what. <laughs> you speaking of shots, though, have you guys ever had a hurricane? Yeah. It's not oh, a shot no, though. A. I it took me way too fucking long to get that. God damn it! <laughs> I have, and I think they're overrated. <laughs> What about? Oh, I have a. I have what's in an Aaron Jones? Just happiness. Something spicy. It's just happiness. I um, had it's a I had it's a Ben Gay based cocktail because maybe it'll help his hamstring. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a trip to the hospital. <laughs> Good. And with the consistency of he that, can get, he like, can get treatment. 
<laughs> well, he has a sombrero, so it's got to have tequila. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah, tequila and Bengay. Tequila and Bengay. On the rocks. On the rocks. Oh, you guys, no, you guys serve that straight up. That's the good stuff. You can't, <laughs> you can't dilute it with, with ice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Bengay will cool it down a little. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> What's in a Joe Berry? Oh. Milk. Milk. Malortan milk. Yeah, Malortan sour milk. <laughs> Curdled milk. Mal yeah, Malortan room temperature cottage cheese. <laughs> Malort cottage cheese and tears. <laughs> like the bartender has to cry into, into the, the into the shot just glass. Just watches. Just, just watch the game. tears go down into yeah. the shot glass. So Malort cottage cheese and tears. Oh my god! That's all. I'll take two Joe Berries, please. <laughs> That's on me. Oh, Matt Lafleur's the only one buying that one. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's probably Matt Lafleur's favorite drink for some it's reason. His favorite drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's how he gets those eyebrows to grow. He's like, how, how does nobody else like this? I love this drink. No one <laughs> yeah. ever orders it. This drink's nobody doing the best it, it can. <laughs> they, like the this... bartender has to store cottage cheese just for Matt coming to the bar. <laughs> God damn it! This was this was the worst performing drink in bar history. I think I want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well, it's it, it, it's iconic. That's why it, it's it only induced nineteen vomits. Though most other defenses are inducing multiple <laughs> vomits, it's only induced nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> um, what is? I almost burped. I mean, I kind of did, but I didn't do it loud enough for a drinking roll. Um, what is um who I every and I say this every week, every time I forget who plays in the NFL, every time we get to this fucking uh, the, who's the quarterback on the Jets? Um, Zach Wilson. What's in a Tim Boyle? <laughs> a Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. Just lasers. <laughs> lasers, steroids, and meth. yeah. Oh, I, I think I want to try a Tim Boyle. That sounds great. <laughs> you say you want to try a Tim Boyle, or you want to try Tim Boyle? I mean, either one. Like, I figure, <laughs> I figure after a Tim Boyle, you're probably up for trying it. Trying Tim Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zach Wilson. It's definitely like a Cosmo or something. It's just a Cosmo. It's just something that's going to get the 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 ladies, the older. Yeah, ladies. I was going to say, what, what's the most popular drink for middle aged? I feel like a women? Cosmo, right? Yeah, Cosmo so or maybe dirty garnished, martini, yeah. garnished with cougar hair. <laughs> There's a hair in my drink. I never mind. I'm not gonna say where my brain went. I now you have to. <laughs> now you absolutely have to. I immediately thought of like a cougar female, and I thought like 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 a human being, and I was thinking it was like oh like her pubes that were kind of with it. But I was like oh the actual animal. And get it together. <laughs> I've this never is a had a family show. You should, have to take a shot. you should have to take a shot if you say the word pubes. Pubes are another <laughs> guy. That might be the first you time. Said it. You almost said it. That might be the first time that word's been used on this show, surprisingly. There's no way. There's no way. Sam's Matt Pickett, Matt Pickett will know. Yeah. Let us know, Matt Pickett, if you've been pubes before. <laughs> uh, we got to figure out one more. All right, what's, uh, what's in an Ed Hockey League? <laughs> Oh, that's that's steroids. Steroids, yeah, sure. like horse steroids or it's something. Steroids, like steroids. pre-workout. 
pre-workout steroids and Absent. peanut butter. Absolutely. Abs <laughs> eugenics. 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 <laughs> is that the wait, is the eugenics? Is that the Frank Tom the Frank? Yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. I think that one is. Eugenics. It's in a Najee Davenport. Poop. And it comes in a little hamper. It's chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate mousse. <laughs> chocolate mousse. <laughs> chocolate mousse. Mousse infused with Everclear. That's the. <laughs> that's an Ajay Davenport. Um. What is in a Nick Bosa? Uh. So a, <laughs> a Nick Bosa is half and half. Uh, rum chata. No, that's that's too. That's, uh, that's, a little, <laughs> that's true. Rum chata is a little spicy. <laughs> Too, there's too much seasoning in it. <laughs> so it'd be like half and half Malibu. Yeah, yeah, Malibu and whipped um, cream, whipped cream, cherry UV, and powdered sugar. That's <laughs> garnished with a flaming cross and a pickle. <laughs> garnished with an American flag. <laughs> hey, I taken from Nancy Pelosi's office. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, cancel them, not me. I'm not. Them, not me. Yeah, we 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 say parody, every week we're parody. It's parody. It's satire. You can't sue us. We say every week we're expecting to get a a, a slander a season assist, assist letter. Yeah. <laughs> This is all just setting up for the greatest episode where we have Nick Bosa on as a guest. That's the, mm -hmm. that's, 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 one of these that's the end game. Yep. Yeah. One of these days. What's in a Mike McCarthy? Right. Oh. Oh, what what we, what does Herrick post every day? Yeah, the Simple skinny foam. vanilla. Skinny vanilla yeah. latte. No foam. Latte, no, foam. foam. No, oh, yeah, no, no foam. No foam. No foam skinny vanilla latte. Yeah. Yep. Um What's in a and massage oil? <laughs> what is this? A Deshaun Watson? Yeah. <laughs> you remember the no, whole I thing? do. Yeah, no, I forgot. That, yeah, that yeah, report I for that he was getting massages instead of yeah. going to team meetings. Hey, good for good for Big Mike. He put in he put in enough work. He didn't need to go to those. Meetings. He, yeah, um, he put his time in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I I mean, obviously, a Ben Roethlisberger is. There's roofies in that. Oh, that's just a drink you. That's a, that's that's a drink you don't want. And they keep trying to give it to you. <laughs> also known as the Deshaun Watson. Grape soda. Sorry, uh, grape soda, not grape. Soda. Grape soda. <laughs> I tried to say. There's just like a typo on the menu with the G is grape, like cut off. Grape soda. Grape soda. <laughs> I would, I would also like to to cheers to the Deshaun Watson downfall. Mm -hmm. We all love seeing it. The, the The only player in the history of any sport that when the injury report comes out and I see he's on it, I'm like, good. Thank God. Yeah. Yep. All right. Anybody got anything else or should we wrap? We need to wrap before I get canceled. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Like two people listen to our show. For the sake of Andy's career, we're going to wrap here. Right. Um, <laughs> All right. The damage we'll is you, done. <laughs> we'll let you go first. Would you like to tell the people where to find you? Uh, yeah, of course. You can find me at Andy Herman NFL. You can follow the podcast at Packaday Podcast. 365 days a year. You know where to find it. Check it out. 
follow, subscribe, do all the things you guys do. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This is a ton of fun. Of course. And you can find me on Twitter. I am at Ferdurgeson, F-E-R-D underscore T-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And you can find me on Fridays on the Packaday podcast with both Shannon Quinn and Nathan Marzion. And every other Saturday with Aaron and Dusty for watching stuff. We're going through Blade right now. So we're going through some really great movies after going through some bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, we actually are going to be having a next week, next Wednesday, Monty Wednesday. I'll, re- <laughs> I'll remember this time. <laughs> we're doing a double header where we are going to record watching stuff. And then right after that, going to record Last Call Lambo. So it's going to be a lot of the three of us. Yes, it's going to be a week. good one next week. Um, you can find me on Twitter at H-E-R-O-O-I-N-E. And I guess since I've signed the contract, I can officially say I am going to be writing a little bit for Acme Packing coming up. So um, be on the lookout for that. It'll probably be that probably be in like a week or two just because I am um, going on vacation. So but yeah, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, we will see you next Wednesday um, if the world has not. I don't know, gone to shit if the Packers lose again. <laughs> or for any other reason that it could possibly. <laughs> right, who knows? That would be the first there reason, but things. yeah, there's yeah, other reasons. There's other reasons. <laughs> but yeah, until. <laughs> we said enough. <laughs> until next week, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.